are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Namaste. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening to a new episode of Yoga Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the compound effect of yoga. Now, we all should be utilizing the compound effect in every single area of our lives. And I'm hoping by the end of today's episode, you will have a newfound awareness, if not already, of why the compound effect can change your life. Now, what is the compound effect? It is the strategy of reaping huge rewards from small, seemingly insignificant actions. The equation is small choices plus consistency plus time equals significant results. Now, we all know the story of the tortoise and the hare. We all have heard that it's better to enjoy the journey than worry about the destination. But for some reason, our human brain wants us to focus on these big, grandiose gestures in order to receive what we perceive to be the best results. The idea is if I cannot go hard, mine's will not go at all. And truth is, is that It's better to do a little bit of something positive every single day than not do it at all. And furthermore, the compound effect of doing something positive every single day, no matter how insignificant it seems, no matter how seemingly small the action is, over time and with consistency, The results will always win over just random, sporadic, ever so often, big, grandiose actions in our lives. Now, to reverse this for our brain, we all can really understand and intellectualize the idea that if we did something really small, but it was negative every single day, Over time, it would take over our lives. Rather than spending more money than we have, or doing some sort of a drug, or fill in the blank, negative thing. Now, you might be thinking, well, duh, if I'm shooting up heroin every single day, obviously over time, it's going to really change my life. But it doesn't have to be something that obvious right? It could just be a small little action that doesn't serve us so well. You know, that negative thought, that beating yourself up, having a five-minute conversation with someone every single day who brings nothing but drama and misery to your life, forgetting to tidy up your home, forgetting to brush your teeth, not drinking water, whatever it may be, over time, 
it's not going to lead to a positive result. So imagine if we did something positive every single day, no matter how seemingly small it is. Over time, with consistency, it will be huge in your life. Now, I I mentioned that we were going to apply this compound effect to yoga. Now, we all understand that our health is our wealth. Our health and our wellness completely elevates who we are. It allows us to be better for those who love us and those we love. And it completely enhances our lives. No one's arguing that. Rather, it's yoga or anything else. We all really do inherently understand that it's better to eat more fruits and veggies than it is to drink soda, right? Intellectually, we get it. But there is a disconnect because no one thinks about the idea that just taking five minutes a day to balance on each leg might serve you really well in your elderly, elderly years. Or going into yogi squat or malasana might really serve us well one day later in life. Or you name it, fill in the blank, going to bed early every night, waking up a little bit earlier every day, saving a little bit of money, investing just a little bit, skipping something to invest something else. All of these things over time with longevity and consistency will always show up for you. Those who persist will always win in due time. So let's talk about this. Why do we feel that we have to have an hour or fill in the blank amount of time Or things just have to be really perfect and really line up for us to do it. We have to let go of that. It's been proven. It is the physics of life. It is one of those rules of life that consistency is the key. Whatever you do consistently is what your life result will end up being. I once heard a quote that completely altered how I function and it was, you can tell everything you need to know about another or most importantly about self if you observe where they spend their time and how they spend their money. And of course, applying that to yourself, where do you spend your time and how do you spend your resources? That tells you everything you need to know about what you value in your life. So if you say you value health and wellness, you say you value peace and prosperity, yet your days are filled with quite the opposite. Being a couch potato, drinking sugary drinks, Engaging in traumatic events, drama, things that are triggering, things that do not serve you. How do you think that you're ever going to truly benefit from or reap the benefits of 
the positive things that you wish to have in your life. You can't. It's not possible. So we should all be looking for what is seemingly the most insignificant things and realizing that those small, consistent actions that we take in our lives will render big results over time. If you've ever had to do any drills for anything, if you've ever played sports or did something where there was a lot of drills, a lot of technique, a lot of focusing on the minutia, you know, even if you've been a chef or a cook and you realize that dicing and slicing is just as important as the main meal, the main event, right? Everyone somewhere in their life can recall having to do something very, very tedious that seemed very insignificant, but later realized that it really did amount to either needing to progress to the next level of whatever it was you were working in and on, or it was the foundation of the next level. It was needed. But when you're in the thick of it or in the middle of it, it just seemed so small and so useless. But it wasn't. Pretty equivalent, right, to learning your ABCs. Without learning those, reading would pretty much be impossible, right? So we need to go back to basics. Take inventory of your life. Where in your life do you allow things to pile up, to get so full that it starts to fill your subconscious mind? You know, what comes to my mind is, you know, those overly packed storages or garage spaces where we spend one day or one weekend out of the year trying to reorganize the space, but spend the other 300 and some odd days trying to avoid the inevitable. Instead of just every single day tidying up and staying connected to whatever it is that you need to keep clear in your life, in your space, what you need to keep sacred. As I mentioned, we would never just brush our teeth once a week or take a bath every so often or drink a glass of water once a year. We need a little bit of everything every single day to create the benefit that we want. So what's the benefit that you want in your life? Do you need to save a little bit of money every single day and invest it somewhere where it can receive a compound effect? Do you need to eat a little bit healthier every single day and a little less junk food every single day? Instead of one day a week deciding not to have anything that you want and only having the things that you know you need. When there's seven days in the week where you should really be focusing little by little, day by day. Once we begin to live our lives where we make these small little actions that have really, really huge potential, everything tends to become much easier as well. It's much more difficult to try to 
fix something that's a huge mess later or find a solution to a huge problem that's just gotten bigger and bigger over time than it is to just do a little bit every single day in the direction we want to be. So yes, five minutes a day of yoga is important. And once you start to carve out a little bit of time for your life in the areas that you want, more time will present itself. Your intentions will align everything you do with the result that you're hoping to gain. If you know that your end result is health and wellness and prosperity and peace, you will begin to make multiple decisions throughout your day while you're living in the present that can help you to achieve the things that matter in the long term. And you don't even need to have this big goal either. It's more of an idea of going in the right direction, taking the path that you know is going to serve you best. It's actually better to not be striving for something really in particular, but rather just looking for that finish line. Because the more you are focused on just showing up in your life, showing up on the mat, showing up off of the mat, the more likely everything else will start to transpire to get you there, to make it possible. I've been a little bit out of sync lately with my schedule and with all of my many things that are important to me in my life. But one of the things I can tell you is I've been noticing the compound effect of one particular activity that I've been doing for the last several months. And I've been seeing it showing up in lots of different other areas, just in my discipline, my clarity, how I think about things, my patience, and even my practice of yoga. And so what's really amazing is when you have to show up and do something as simple as making your bed every single morning, which is not the thing that I'm referring to, but is something that has been really important to me for a really, really long time, years, to the point where I cannot even function without my bed being made. Like when I wake up, the first thing I need to do is make my bed. Otherwise, it just feels like everything is a mess in my life, in my morning, in my beginning of my day. But the compound effect of that type of consistency has meant that everything else gets tidied up as well. The bed gets made so then the dishes get cleaned and everything, the clothes are hung up. Nothing needs to be kind of thrown around and out of place because it doesn't make sense. Why would I go through the trouble of perfectly making my bed just to throw a bunch of laundry on top of it? I wouldn't. So the compound effect of my own discipline and my cleanliness from the many years of me being disciplined and making my bed has shown up in other areas. And you can see this in many spaces in your life. 
If you have children and you read to them every night, the compound effect of that is their comprehension, their vocabulary, their patience, your connection, your bond, and the meditative effects, the preparedness for possibly a peaceful sleep, the being more capable of doing homework, learning new things, being open-minded, studious, all of that from just consistent reading of a couple of pages of a story a night, right? The compound effect of journaling, introspection, healing, thoughtfulness, being able to work through personal problems and emotions, trust. There's so much that comes from just the art of journaling. So imagine, just imagine, if every single day you made really important things in your life a priority by doing little things that add up. Imagine what the compound effect of that is. Not only for the thing that you're doing and the progression of that thing, you know, the more you balance on one leg, the more likely you're going to be able to hold that balance for longer and longer and longer, right? That just seems obvious for the most part. But also, the more likely you are to going to applying those same concepts and, and abilities to other areas of your life. I was talking to someone today and I was telling her how I had, you know, just sort of brain fog as many of us have had over the last couple of years. And partly my brain fog was sort of in the creative space. I've always been really able to do improv and ad lib and have had tons of confidence to do so. But it's a muscle that you have to flex. It's not necessarily something that you should take for granted as everything else in life. If you're a writer, you need to write every day, right? If you're a public speaker, you should be speaking in public in some capacity every day. If you are trying to learn a new habit or a new hobby or a new skill, you need to practice it every single day. So I've been really working on my creative juices, getting them back flowing. And immediately, the thing I notice is the more I did these things that helped me to become more creative, the more creative my brain was just conjuring up ideas. And that's just true of everything. Your brain has this infinite wisdom to begin to shoot out ideas, but it also does the same thing with negativity and trauma as well. So we have to feed it whatever it is that we want it to produce. So now I wake up in the middle of the night dreaming up ideas that I need to hurry up and jot down on paper 
my brain is constantly seeing something that may not even seem like a big deal to someone else. And my brain is coming up with so many ideas on, off of that one image. You know, I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure of knowing a comedian in person, but they always say that the more that they're looking for jokes, the more they're looking for opportunities to make something funny, the more they see really funny things in life. And it could be anything from something that's really obvious to something that they're like, oh, I could see how I can turn that into something really funny because we all can relate to that happening to us, whatever it is, right? But because their brain is rewiring itself to look for those opportunities, they present themselves. Same thing if you are whatever it is you're doing, right? I can, I can just keep coming up with tons of examples now because my brain is looking for them. So when your brain is looking for an opportunity to be more healthy, more peaceful, more patient, all of those things, then you will begin to observe how easily and readily there's different ways to get yourself into that position. So when we think about yoga, just taking a moment to focus on breath or to be silent or to have a mindful practice of you're holding a pen in your hand and you're just feeling what it feels like in between your fingers. Those are all mindful practices that will begin to get the other juices flowing to where you want to roll out your mat, to where you want to be on your mat for longer than you realize you even had time for. And when you do this every single day, or just super consistently focusing on your breath, taking a pause, being mindful, balancing on one leg, squatting, stretching. Eventually, you'll start to notice little changes in your life, how you respond to situations, how proactive you become, how your body is really beginning to make changes, do things differently. And if you have that awareness or it just hits you on the head one day and you're like, whoa, look at me. I can't even believe I can do this. I'm going to give you a really cool example. I haven't been able to do all of my splits in quite some time, side, side, and middle. But... I've been doing a lot of consistent stretching, not necessarily for the splits, but just opening up my hips, stretching every single day, releasing my hamstrings, conditioning my nervous system to not want to tighten up those spaces in my body. It's okay. We're doing this every day. It's no big deal. I haven't necessarily been stretching for really intentional long periods of time. It's just every chance I get, I do a little something. It's just part of my daily life now and the other day out of nowhere I was just stretching and my hips my body just went into all three splits in a row simultaneously and it happened so fast that I almost didn't even 
realize I had done it. And then I took a pause and I was like, wait, what what just happened with my body? <laughs> and I've had many aha moments like that in yoga and dance and, and athletic endeavors. But it is so neat when it happens because for the last several months, I've been very intentional about stretching that area of my body, but not so intentional that I've been straining for it or, you know, it's been just these tiny incremental things and possibly many little incremental things that have nothing to do with that region of my body, but has loosened up my nervous system, loosened up that control that my muscles were trying to have over that space, maybe even healing of those areas of my body. There's so many reasons why our bodies hold on to things and don't release and keep us tight or keep us immobile or inflexible. There's so much that happens with the mind-body connection there. My spiritual side of self has been very just content and at peace. So who knows why and how things show up. It's just, it's a multitude of those insignificant, small, consistent things that we do in our lives that compound, that multiply, and produce. And we reap what we sow. So I hope this just piques your interest. There's a really great book that I recommend that is called The Compound Effect. And it's by Darren Hardy. And I think there's even free PDFs online and free audiobooks on YouTube. But if you want to support the author, I always recommend purchasing. But it is so good because it has numerous examples. And what I love about this conversation is I really am a believer of the more you know, the more you can do, the better off you are. I do not subscribe to ignorance as bliss. I do understand that ignorance is bliss in certain capacities. Like the more you know about very just traumatic things and what the hum- what humans are really capable of in a negative way and just once your mind has gone to places that, you know, you've never even been able to conjure up in your own imagination, yes, I will say in some respect, ignorance is bliss. But even then, I still think that awareness sparked something within your subconscious that prepares you in ways that maybe matures you and brings you wisdom. And I do believe that maturity emotionally and wisdom is something that we should never deny ourselves, even if by way of getting there seems very just, you know, hard if it feels like a hardship if it feels tough if it feels you know like we're not built for the knowledge and and that that energy's heavy but that wisdom that old sage wisdom is an honor and and most wise people most sages get there by way of battle by way of war by way of victory by way of survival so it's a rite of passage so with that said, I, I do not believe ignorance is bliss. And I do believe that the more we learn about 
how our brain works, how our neurological system works, how our nervous system works, how our gut biome works, how we are made up from a biological perspective, from a spiritual perspective, esoterically, the more we are open to most ideas and concepts, the more we are able to receive, the more we have opened up new pathways. I like to think of it as you cannot teach a child how to run a marathon if they haven't even learned how to take their first step. But once they've learned how to take their first step, you can teach them their second and then so on. And then they can learn how to ride a bike and they can learn how to run and they can learn how to drive and they can learn how to fly a plane. And the limit is, the it's limitless, I should say, from there on out. I believe that everything's like that from learning your ABCs to learning to read, from learning, you know, long division and so on. We cannot just jump to that place. You have to build that neurological pathway. So the more we talk about things, the more we bring awareness to ideas and concepts, the more we can tunnel through those neurological pathways and create space for new information, creativity, ideas, hope and dreams, and we can raise our vibration. So I hope that if for nothing else, this reminds you that the little things matter. We know that in love. We know that in relationships. We know that in our careers, our profession, our studies. But let's take that and apply it to every single area of our lives. Look at where you're spending your time, your energy, whom you're spending your time and energy with. Where do you put your resources, which is your time, your energy, your money? And how can you replace whatever doesn't serve you, whatever is going to eventually compound and hurt you and replace that with the things that really matter? Namaste. It's me, Breezy Bree, and you just finished listening to a brand new episode of Yoga Podcast. Did you know I started recording back in 2018 with almost 500 episodes, hundreds of those free audio yoga classes? I am so honored to guide you on your personal practice on and off of the mat. Check out my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com, a link in the show notes will be provided along with lots of amazing information for your practice. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste.